you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest, another Chris. His name is Chris Benetti. He has a membership software called Members Pro. That's at memberspro.com. And also a funnel building software called Quick Convert. That's at quickconvert.io. Welcome to the show, Chris. Dude, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited. We're on, we're on other sides of the planet, but we have a lot uh, of similarities. Um, we're really into membership sites, marketing, funnels. Uh, I saw you that, that you were connected to um, Alex Sharfin, who I think is a really cool guy. If you're into Alex, you know, he's... He's like really into like the entrepreneur personality type and personal development and leveling up your game and all that stuff. So I'm really excited to get into it with you. Um, how did you get into this crazy world of membership sites, funnels, online business, marketing in this game? Like what was what was your way into this world? Dude, so my story is probably, probably a bit long, but uh, <laughs> generally you know, out of high school, I I went straight into... Um, becoming a tradesman and so where I grew up we have a lot of mining um, around us um, iron ore mining specifically and so like <clears throat> as I transitioned from being an apprentice to becoming a tradesman after you know four years of being in the industry I kind of just was over it and I, I was I'm always been more so like how can I get things done efficiently or like how can I use my brain instead of my hands to get things done don't I still like using my hands to do stuff, but like generally speaking, I feel like I'm smarter than needing to do that, if that makes sense. Um, and so I felt like I was like trapped in this industry that wasn't really serving me and like where I wanted to go. And I've always been kind of primarily focused on like financial freedom and, and things of that sense. And so I've been quite savvy early on, um, but that ultimately led me to question like, in this industry, do I really have a future? Do I really enjoy doing this? Even though I've done this qualification and I've, you know, I've been certified in this and that, um, is it something that I really enjoy? And so that kind of led me down to learning um, about investing. Um, I ultimately discovered Rich Dad Poor Dad for our work week. And that obviously like opens up your universe when you read those things for the first time. Um, and so as I qualified to become a tradesman, during that year that I was a qualified tradesman, I literally was just reading books at work. Um, my working roster was two weeks away from home, one week at home. During those two weeks away, I was literally reading a book a week. Um, and so I was just consuming like this entrepreneurial knowledge, like a madman. Um, I didn't talk to anyone in my lunch breaks. I literally just read books and um, kept to myself. Um, and so through that process, I had started to discover people like Anik Singhal, um, eventually Russell Brunson. And um, ultimately that led me to joining some of their programs and, and just trying to make something work um, from there. Uh, after about a year of being a tradesman, I ended up getting fired from my job, um, basically just to some stupid regulation that they had as a company. And I went to a place where I was like, what do I want to do? Or like, how can I sort of make this a benefit or make this a positive? And um, 
I found an internship with a digital marketing agency that was local and they were like right into the click funnel space, the Russell Brunson space. And that really gave me an entry point to like kind of reinvent myself as a person. And so I basically just deep dove into being their funnel guy. Um, and within eight, nine months, I actually was invited to ClickFunnels HQ and I ended up becoming the number one funnel designer in the Southern hemisphere at that event um, that they were hosting. And that just like drastically increased my like influence in that marketplace. I started signing like all the big ClickFunnels clients and um, I ended up starting my own agency and just working with all these awesome people. Um, during that same kind of time, that's when I sort of went into a partnership with, for Members Pro. And Members Pro has had a few iterations, but ultimately um, it's been something that we've been developing alongside me being kind of like in with all the influences of the ClickFunnels community. So that's kind of how like I like got started and like rapidly like increased my sort of, um, uh, I guess, relation and community like in that space um and that's how i got like introduced to alex Sharfin and you know rachel peterson and stacy martino and like even russell brunson like i like rapidly became aware in that space and and was able to get some really really cool connections and make some awesome friends as well so man that's a that's a it's a long story but it's super good and it's super interesting what um if somebody's kind of feeling in a similar way um, I won't go into my whole thing, but I was a sled dog musher in Alaska. I work with my hands. I totally know what that's like to be reading all the time and developing. It's almost like a secret life as an entrepreneur where you're like discovering this other aspect of yourself. And uh, like, what do you, what would you have to say to somebody like that? Like, what did you do? Were you just like, were you, just, you were going into the books. Um, I guess you were going onto the internet and like searching. What were you searching for? Like, what was the, like what kept you going? What lit the path so that you didn't give up and you just kept going and you kept getting leveling up and kind of getting more and more into that world? Like how did that, how did that continue to grow without you stalling out? Because a lot of people stall out or they fail or they get discouraged or it's harder than they yeah. thought. How did you persist? That's, that's a fantastic question. Um, initially, it was just the intrigue around funnels and like all the things so like all the books were new to me all the information was new to me so i was like there's so much to learn um and you know the books are one thing there's a, a wealth of like trainings and stuff on youtube that even weren't available uh in 2016 when i started but there's so much information out there that can like help you get excited about that space so i, I would say like the first thing is like the intrigue and excitement you know, you have to have something that you're like excited about every day. Otherwise you're ultimately going to hit a wall and it's going to be too much of a barrier for you to continue with. Um, the next thing was like, when I lost my job and then had a new opportunity to work as an intern, that was another area where I was like, I can show up and I can become a better person if I commit to something like this. And so um, I really found it beneficial to work with someone for like a year and a half, two years, even if it meant I wasn't like building my entrepreneurial business uh, uh, in a sense, um, it still helped me rapidly develop myself. And, you know, eight months, nine months, 
be coming from nothing to number one in Southern Hemisphere, one thing, like that's a very big accomplishment. Um, and so like, if you're able to rapidly grow under someone, even if it delays your journey for say like a year, I still think it's better than like you trying to hit a brick wall again and again and not getting anywhere, even though you like have this disguise of like, I'm working for myself or I'm building my own thing, you know? So sometimes you have to take what seems like a detour to get to where you want to be. But most of the times those detours are what I find to be the most beneficial for growth. And ultimately I was able to work for someone. Um, it wasn't a ton of money, but I was still able to work for someone and learn a lot of mistakes under them without me needing to front the cost for those things, which is always beneficial, right? Um, alongside that as well, I was also able to meet a lot of those like influential people through that company. And so it really helped me to rapidly develop my network as well, um, which I would not have known how to do if I didn't say work for that company as well. So there's like a lot of different things there that, that happened that helped me sort of like, you know, get through the right steps um, in the right way, uh, even though it, you know, Ultimately, like, like I, I want to say that like I'm this mastermind genius and I went into all these opportunities knowing like, oh, this, this is going to be the outcome. But ultimately what happened was it, it just happened to be the right process for me to go through. And I was just so in the moment with everything that I was just focused on like, how can I build myself up? How can I develop these skills? How can I offer value to my boss or my company that I'm working for as well as their clients? Um, and how can I show up like no one else does? And that ultimately led to me being able to set myself up for success, I would say. That's awesome. And that was, I imagine that agency was an in-person office or was it a remote agency? In-person office. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in terms of like a marketing agency, sometimes marketing agencies do a lot of different things. How did you end up with like in eight months being like a super funnel specialist? Versus just question. like, I mean, there's a yeah. lot of things in marketing. So how did you end up with that unique skill set? Yeah, so that these guys primarily focused on Facebook advertising. Yeah, um, which means you need to funnel for the ROI. Like you need to have a clear yeah. path, right? Yeah, so their, their ads managers were basically setting up these basic like crappy funnels for clients. And so okay. I was like, cool, I can come in here and pretty much manage all of this for you, you know, like kind of thing. And so like I rapidly came like from nothing, obviously learned for a few months and got really good for a few months, um, even six months. Um, and then basically took over that and then became the head of that department within the company. It wasn't a big company by any means, like 10 people kind of thing. But still, I was able to go from like nothing to like, let me just manage this all for you guys. And um, I even got like some VAs underneath me to help with development and things like that. But ultimately it was just there was a need there that needed to be filled and i was super passionate about that kind of stuff at the time um, and still am and you know that was able to you know allow me to just jump right into that role and to, to serve that need for for my company that i was working for that's awesome well let, let's build on the idea of click funnels and like kind of the one funnel away concept um you know, you're one funnel away from like success, but you still need a product to fulfill on the back end. <clears throat> a membership's a great product. So how did you end up like kind of bridging effective marketing and sales with like a killer 
like membership offer that ultimately you built a software around? Yeah. So um, members probably when we first launched, anyone who's in the membership space will know how unattractive the ClickFunnels membership area is. Um, and so ultimately members pro when we launched, we saw an opportunity to basically look at their platform and create a plugin that makes it better. Yeah. So we, we didn't even necessarily, um, develop a standalone right away, but we, de we developed as a plugin for them. Um, and we basically just helped fix a lot of the features that they didn't have, or, you know, quite frankly, were broken. So like mobile optimization, login security, um, uh, reviews, ratings, um, uh, like a ton of different uh, uh, date release uh, for the, the lessons rather than just drip delay, like things like that. Members Pro basically, you, you could put a, a couple of lines of code in your membership area and Members Pro would plug in and essentially manage all of those things for you um, alongside our like software that we had on the side. And so we initially created that to go into the, the um, ClickFunnels membership area. And then after a few months, after we did a big launch, we, we had a big sort of um, customer enrollment period with our launch. We launched Lifetime initially. Um, we saw that ClickFunnels started to like see us doing that. And this was back actually before they had even like tracking. So you couldn't even see like what lessons your customers Progress were completing tracking. and stuff yeah. like that, which is just like standard stuff, right? So we actually implemented that and we were the first like tracking tool to plug into your membership for ClickFunnels. Um, anyway, so we saw that they saw that we were fixing these features for them and they started implementing tracking. They started implementing date release. And that's kind of where they stopped. But as soon as we started seeing them do that, we're just like, oh, you know, we're pretty much not going to have a business if we try to continue to be a plugin. And so what we did is, we, we pulled back on that and then we looked at, you know, what the next big opportunity for us would be within that space. And ultimately we decided to then create a standalone platform that offered a seamless like desktop to mobile experience um, and really just drastically overhauled the, the way that your content could be delivered. Um, because even now ClickFunnels, like it's, it's not a standard. It, it's like below the standard and it was kind of outdated when it was released in like 2014. So um, <laughs> today, if you're still using ClickFunnels, it's like there's much better solutions like your platform, like my platform. Um, and there's just better ways of doing things. And so we developed a new platform and you know we currently have rede been redeveloping our platform again for the third time um, for about two years now. So that's set to release in the start of next year and that's a brand like we redeveloped everything from the ground up again um so yeah that's kind of how members pro was introduced in, into the into the space so who's like the perfect customer and like how i mean i notice in the space sometimes people mean a lot of different things when they say membership or membership site like what is what is what is a membership site on members pro and like who is that ideal customer that you know uses most of the tool and loves it and succeeds. Yeah. So a lot of our ideal customers are actually like in Russell's inner circle and things like that. Um, so I would like say high that, end coaches and experts kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really high end coaches, experts, um, people who want to deliver like an exceptional customer experience. 
um, Members Pro, you know, we, we're able to really help people deliver their content in a, in a, a really nice way um, and ultimately uh, tr- eliminate like some of the tech woes that come with it. So like a lot of the people in Russell's inner circle like to use ClickFunnels as a product for marketing and fulfillment. Ultimately, what they have is like their fulfillment um, has issues and they they ultimately have like a ton of support tickets and things around like logins and even multiple logins for different membership areas. It's just like, it gets really overwhelming and it's like, it's too much sometimes. And so um, like Steve Larson, as an, as an example, is a customer of ours. He basically migrated to Members Pro and we were pretty much able to eliminate all of the membership-based support questions that he had from a technical standpoint. Um, and what we did was we took him from having say 15 different membership login places inside of ClickFunnels to now having just one and hosting all of his courses within one membership area, essentially. And so like, you can imagine how drastically that would have made a difference for him at scale, you know, doing five to $10 million a year. Um, it really, you know, just helped sort of consolidate everything for him um, and, and kind of take that headache and mess off of his place and kind of put it into plate, sorry, and put it into one sort of concise area for his customers. I love that. Yeah. I mean, solving people, real people's problems, like 15 logins or whatever. I mean, that's how you build great software. I love that. Yeah. So how did the, the um, quick convert come into being? Yeah. So quick convert's a cool product. It's actually something that I white label. Um, and so I really just like, I, like I said, I've been a funnel guy forever. Um, out of frustration of the CF platform, just kind of lagging, um, I decided to pursue white labeling this platform so that I could offer my clients and other people who I talk to every single day um, a better solution. Uh, a lot of people were getting frustrated with like, you know, trying to build websites on CF, um, you know, low uh, like load speeds and stuff with CF as well. Like it's quite horrendous how bad load times are on that platform right now. You know, 2.0 is hopefully going to be much different. Um, but ultimately there was just a lot of lacking features and not much development. Um, and obviously we know now why, because they've been redeveloping the platform. But out of that frustration, I decided to pursue developing Quick Convert so that I could have a better solution on the marketplace. Um, and the reason why I decided to white label versus being like an affiliate because I wanted to have a level of like control. And, you know, one of the best things at members pro is like, I'm able to offer amazing customer support. And if you like go and look up our trust pilot, as an example, you know, we got five out of five stars. Everyone's just like the support is phenomenal. And that's because like, I'm able to control that to a very high degree. And so with white labeling, platform like i'm able to control that support channel and i'm able to make sure that my customers can get results and then further i'm able to also um you know log in as a admin to their account and help them with migration help them with setup help them with all the technical things that i know a lot of the clients coming into the space have issues with um the other thing as well is i, I can control the price if i white label as well you know that there's a lot of platforms out there that are very expensive or you know perceived as expensive to someone who's just new and starting out and so with quick convert 
I'm able to start the pricing at like $37 a month, which is like $60 less than the competitors who offer one-tenth of the product, you know? And so that's a cool opportunity for me. And even though I'm not making a lot of profit off of that, I'm able to help people, in my opinion, to a better level. Um, and it really, you know, I'm just the person who likes to give back, who likes to offer value to the marketplace. And being a white label of this platform just allows me to do that to a high degree of then just being an affiliate and then like passing off all like the support and passing off all the stuff to other people. Um, because I like to show up and I like to help people. And so that's, that's kind of where quick convert came into place. So members pro is like the back end, and quick convert is like a, a funnel builder to get to the sale. And, and then ultimately how do you connect between the two softwares? Like if somebody converts in the funnel, how do they get into members pro? Yeah, so we basically, for Members Pro, we work off of webhooks right now. Yeah. Um, in, in the next version of our platform, we'll have op like open API and integrations direct. Um, but for now, basically, you just plug in a webhook into whatever platform you want to integrate with. And then you just tell us like how that is triggered. And we will automatically send them a login from Members Pro. And basically, we look at what, the customer's email is and what they should get access to with that webhook being triggered. And we will automatically just give that access to them in their members pro account. So it's just a simple webhook connection. You choose the trigger point and then we basically on the members pro side um, have what courses they should get access to, what email they should receive when they sign up and we automatically send that information to them. That is awesome. Um, and like when you look at your your customer, I know one of the one of the kind of arguments of funnels is like you don't need a website, you need a funnel, right? Mm -hmm. um, do people need a website anymore, or will just a funnel do? I think people need a website. Um, <laughs> okay. I I like I don't think websites are necessarily you know, that you're not going to see a massive direct ROI on a website like you would with a funnel. Right. Um, and ultimately, I, I think you need both and for different reasons. Websites, I, in my opinion, are all about visibility and branding. Mm -hmm. So like, how can I show my brand in an effective manner? How can we um, be ranked in Google? How can we show... Um, value with content like blogs and things like that like websites are important for a different reason and it's more so around visibility and branding um, funnels obviously are driving people down a direct conversion path whether it be new leads new sales you know repeat sales etc and so funnels come into place when you have a specific offer that you have um, that you want someone to take up on so like if you have a new lead um, generation product like a, a, a free download a, a free video series things like that like that's that's where you would have a funnel and that funnel starting point might be on your website as an example underneath your hero section you might have like hey get this free guide and people put their name and email in that can then redirect and start the funnel flow right and the funnel doesn't necessarily have to be a series of web pages the funnel can continue through email. It can continue through multiple different sources of communication. Um, but ultimately, the funnel's purpose is to take someone down a specific conversion path. 
And you just can't do that with a general website because a website gives options. A website can take you down multiple paths. And so there's not one call to action in a website, but when someone starts going through a funnel process, there is one call to action and it's a very specific process that you're taking someone down. So you need both in my opinion, but for different reasons. What, what do you recommend for somebody who's, let's say an expert, maybe they're already pretty successful. They're just not a marketer and they're kind of new maybe to the online space. Uh, let's say they have a membership, you know, maybe there's a course in there. Maybe there's some other things in there too, in the membership. What, what kind of funnel, what one, two or three funnels should they think about creating without getting overwhelmed? Like where should they start? That's a good question. Um, and I think a lot of people definitely overcomplicate this process, but you should have a, uh, a way to generate leads. And depending on your product, like if you have a course where it's like $1,000 or less, then you should really have something that sells that product. And for those kind of price points, you want to look at something like a VSL or workshop funnel or even potentially a webinar funnel. These can be either like on a low ticket price point range, something from like seven to $30 maybe to get access to the training. The training can then be like an ascension, ascension piece where um, it, it then sells the next piece of the journey. Um, it could also be a, a, a sort of training series, if you will. Um, but you need something that's like, how do I turn like people who don't really know much about me into customers? Um, and so some sort of training funnel that then gives them an offer to upgrade to the next thing that you have available for them is important. Um, and if you have a program that's like, say, a thousand to 5,000, as an example, then you're really going to need to look at something that gets applications or gets people booking in on your calendar. And so that can pretty much be the same front end funnel. It's just that the call to action would then change from being a buy my core offer or buy my program to, hey, I'd love to help you with this um, strategy, you know, book in a time on my calendar and let's chat about the next steps as an example. And so that can then take someone into booking a call with you and then that can be a sales process for you from there. Um, and so that's definitely like, you know, if I was starting out fresh, like, both of those things are going to generate leads for you regardless of if the sale happens. And so you're able to then have that in an email list and follow up with that client via email um, or that potential client via email. Um, and then depending on how your conversion rates happen, you're going to be at least, you know, getting some sales, but you know, more importantly, getting some calls on your calendar to then book some sales. And like, that's, that's the difference between, making very little money to now like making five, 10, 15, $20,000, even just from converting a few calls every single month. Um, and so that's kind of where I would start and I wouldn't overcomplicate it too much. When you talk about a workshop or training funnel, like, are we talking about like um, kind of a video series or I know it could be, there's lots of different ways to deliver it like live or more like, more like a, mm -hmm. a boot camp, like, webinar style thing or more of like a pre-recorded video series landing page thing that trickles out over time which which one or both or what 
Yeah. So it can be, it can be uh, different things. I would probably recommend that you start with like a, a challenge. Um, a challenge is a, quite good these days and it can just be like a five to seven day challenge. Um, and ultimately you want to be taking someone through a journey and teaching them your core framework from a like, uh, like, uh, an informational standpoint, like you don't want to give them too nitty gritty. You just want to teach them the core concept over those five to seven days. Then on the last day of the challenge, you would then have the offer to ascend to the core offer or to book a call with you. That's definitely a good process because ultimately you can run that live through like Facebook groups and things like that. You can charge a small amount so that you're like getting an, an initial ROI, at least breaking even. And that's going to help you take people through that process, see if they're engaging with the content over the days, get feedback, and you'll be able to refine that over time and eventually turn it evergreen. So I definitely like that structure and it's definitely something that works really well, like really, really well. Um, and especially if your like customer is new to this online marketing space or you're teaching something that's new and not really well known, you're going to get a decent amount of demand for it. And you're going to be able to help those people quite a lot and to a higher degree of, you know, if you just had something pre-recorded as an example. So I definitely like that structure. Um, if you wanted to try and automate things right away, something like a VSL or a webinar that's like from 30 to 60 minutes, as an example, um, you know, Russell Brunson's got his perfect webinar format. That's pretty good. It works. It's, you know, it's, it's very like story driven, not much value in general, but, it does work from a sales conversion standpoint. Um, something like that would be good as the actual deliverable. Um, and then that would essentially lead into the sale or the call. Um, and so that's kind of two different formats, live and pre-recorded, but you're going to have uh, a, a lot of issues trying to just launch a webinar right away and have it work just because you haven't got the, the market feedback. You, you don't know what, what works or how your story resonates with people. And so you kind of need to run that probably live a few times, I would say, to at least get some sort of traction in place. Um, and so I guess the short answer here, Chris, is like it kind of depends. And it also, you know, nothing is, is destined to work right away out of the gate. Like it's, it's going to take some work to get something to convert, especially if you want it to convert at scale on evergreen basis. Um, but you know, if, if we're putting a few months of effort into something like this, and then we're able to effortly convert a thousand dollars multiple times a day, then it's kind of worth it at the end of the day, you know, like, um, it does take some work, but you know, you, you mentioned if someone's already potentially successful, the first place I would start is like, get some sales on a one-to-one -one basis, get some money, cover your expenses, you know, make sure that you're earning some money initially and then start to like put these sort of automated processes in place or more scalable processes in place. And that's going to help you like kind of ramp up your coaching business from there. That's awesome. And you mentioned the, at a certain price point, it kind of makes sense to do more of an application versus like a straight sales page buy now situation. Can you just speak a little more to that? I mean, people just don't drop like 8K on a checkout form necessarily or 20K, whatever. Like, I know the price point is a factor, but anything else going on there? Or like, what's the upper limit in your experience of what people will 
just put through on a checkout form without talking to anybody or applying or anything? Um, it depends on how indoctrinated they are into your world. So if someone's been following you for like a few years and you drop like a two grand offer or even a three grand offer and they really like you and they, they see trust a lot you. of opportunity yeah. and they trust you, right? Yeah. Then they're like, they're, they're going to be like, this is fine. But, you know, if, I would say for most people, um, they haven't got that awareness. They haven't got that no like trust factor yet. Um, and so a thousand dollars from a cold audience is kind of the limit. And it's kind of even hard to convert that these days, um, especially with people being more clued on about sales processes and fake scarcity and like all the marketing stuff, right? Um, so from anything above $1,000, potentially $1,500, I would say it's probably going to make sense for you to book in like 30-minute sales calls, um, to then start to at least get feedback and and talk to people so that you can gauge what like the interest is and 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 the conversion rate of your offer because like if you can't convert someone one to one on a call then your automated sales process is never going to try is never going to be able to convert someone on on an automated basis and so um, it's definitely a price point thing but it's also like a no like try trust thing as well like people need to be able to know that this is real like there's a lot of things that have created um scarcity for people who are buying these products in the marketplace like scams and you know people who are promising results and not being able to fulfill that and so if you can get on the on the phone with someone it's going to really help build that rapport um much more faster than you delivering a automated video to someone would do <clears throat> That's awesome. Well, let's travel a little further back up the funnel and talk about traffic. Yeah. I mean, there's paid ads, but what else can we do? Like what's working today for traffic or if somebody needs to get some people into the funnel, uh, what can they do? I know that's a big question, but uh, uh, I know and, and there are the paid ads are great, but what else can we do? Yeah, paid ads are great. Paid ads also are pain in the butt (laughs) (laughs) yeah especially as you're starting out like you're you're probably going to spend a lot more money than you would have expected on paid ads unfortunately um i would say community is probably like the coolest thing um for like facebook groups and stuff like that or yeah facebook groups even um people on your your profile and even connecting with other people um so like if you can join a facebook group and even get known by the person who owns or moderates that Facebook group, then there's potentially a good opportunity for you to run like co-hosted workshops and things with that person in that group. Um, And that's going to create a lot of visibility and eyeballs for you. And it'll, it'll rapidly put you on the expert list essentially for that group. And so if you made an offer um, with that group owner, as an example, then you're going to be at a higher level than if you were trying to like cold um, source leads from that group, as an example. But the first place is definitely like going into communities, offering value, and not like fake value, like rags the riches type stories, like you see in the ClickFunnels community, as an example. But like true value, like what what's your expertise, and how can you offer awesome value to these people, and be consistent with it. Like probably even just schedule some time in your calendar, like for Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, um, you know, spend t- two hours 
on those days, just going into these 10 communities and offering value to them. And you're very rapidly going to be known as an expert in that group. People are naturally going to want to reach out to you if they find value in that post, but you're also going to find that the group owners will see you as an expert and they'll likely want you to come in and help them with content creation or help them with workshops and things of that sense. And so the next step um, or the thing that you should make sure that you have well set up um, initially is your Facebook profile. And I would recommend that you have a good cover photo. It speaks very clearly to what you do, how you help, things like that. Your bio on your profile directly tells people what you do how you help as well. Um, and then on the like left side, you've got like your, your links to things that you offer. And so you can basically put a funnel link right into here, in, even in your cover photo, even in your bio that drives people to your training funnel um, that would essentially take someone through a webinar process, a VSL process to you know, convert them into a sale or even into a calendar booking. You can also potentially just put your calendar link on there right away. It's probably going to create a lot of people who um, muck you around a bit. It's definitely worth putting them through some hoops first, like a training as an example. But having your Facebook profile optimized in a way that it can drive leads directly to your sales funnel is going to help you with that sort of like um, organic conversion right you won't have to spend money on ads you just have to spend some time giving some value you know a few times a week as an example but that's definitely like if i was to do it i would do that and then what you're going to find is people are going to friend request you you're going to create a big network on your like personal profile and then from there giving value on your socials personally without going into any communities is going to be another way that you can start to generate leads so you can start to do offer posts you can start to do things like that. And that's going to create a ton of demand um, where you can follow up with people in messenger and things like that to then, you know, kind of drive them through your funnel or book calls with them, etc. So. Wow. There's, there's some gold from the miner. That, that is awesome. Um, <laughs> a question, there's a nuance to that one. I want to ask you about like when you're building community and like, maybe you're doing some outreach or like kind of exploring for partnerships. Um, I see sometimes on Facebook, like I know I personally, I get pitched like constantly, Yeah. but then there's these people that like do it well, or there's like this win-win or it's not like this immediate ask or this like awkward thing. Like there's, I don't know, like I haven't really, it's not an avenue. I, I actively develop partnerships, but I'd be curious to hear from you if you are going to kind of intentionally grow your network through Facebook and use it for business as an example, LinkedIn too, or whatever, but how do you do cold outreach to a strategic partner, potential partner? Well, that doesn't know you from Adam. Yeah. So I would say that like, whatever you do, you need to offer value first. And, um, this is, this is hard to give advice on. Um, it, it just depends on like what your expertise is, but maybe I can give you a a quick story of what I have done in the past to help build that strategic relationship and partnership. So um, I used to work with Rachel Peterson quite a lot. She's pretty big in the social space. She's actually like, she basically any, any social platform she touches, she can, can kind of blow up on like TikTok. She's got over a million followers now as an example. And it's just because she's like really good at consistency and, 
kind of understanding what the the market wants to see. Um, but earlier on, uh, in twenty start of twenty eighteen, um, I saw that Rachel was having a lot of issues with her funnels. Like her stuff was but ugly, um, and it just didn't portray the Rachel Peterson that I know in a very effective way. And so what I did was I saw that she needed that need. And what I did was I offered to help overhaul one of the funnels that she had. And, you know, I wanted to just do it to her as a free service. Like, Hey, I just want to help, you know? Um, I strongly believe in doing that kind of service to create the relationship initially and for me, it paid off in a massive way. And that's how I was able to get connected with like Marley Jackson, Alex Sharfin, and a lot of the big names in that space. Um, but not only, you know, I, I ended up working with Rachel for about 12 months. Um, but the initial project, we ended up four times in her funnel result. She's already a wizard at Facebook ads, but her funnel has got four times the results it did before I came through. And then she basically hired me for 12 months after that at two and a half grand a month, um, but also referred a shit ton of people to me and yeah. created a ton more relationships that I would never have had entry to beforehand. And so, yes, it took me probably a couple of weeks of my time for free to help, you know, initially create that relationship. But once the door was open, there was a lot more opportunity that came through that. And so, especially if you're starting out, like I was like, it's, it makes sense to devote time and commitment to people and offer value first and let that be an opportunity for you to open up the strategic partnerships and the, the um, connections that come from those sort of services. Now it, it may also be hard sometimes to recognize like who is going to move the needle for me? Like who do I offer my time to, who do I offer my services to um, if you have services who do I offer this to? Um, I would say like, if someone is an influence in the same space as you, then it's going to make sense for you to offer time to, to uh, or, or value to, I should say, to help create that relationship and connection to other people in that space um, from a audience standpoint, from a, from a higher up standpoint, like an expertise standpoint, from an influencer standpoint. There's a, there's a lot of different things here to look at, but um, if, if they have the audience that you want, then you should definitely go and offer as much value to as possible. It like even $10,000 worth of value, like literally just offer as much value as possible to create that relationship. Um, and there's obviously intention behind it, but try to do it in a, in a, in a way that's authentic and not like I'm trying to offer value to you so that I can get something in return, just offer value with no expectation in return. And I promise you that that's going to return more value than if you went in there expecting something from someone. Um, and that's what I did with Rachel and Alex and other people. And it worked out really well for me. Wow. Another solid gold nugget. Um, my last question for you is around impact. I saw in one of your videos that, um, you know, you, you kind of, you're, you're trying to help like people who are trying to make an impact, make a difference, not just make money. I see in our industry here, sometimes people get a little wrapped up in themselves of like, Oh, I need this. I want this type of business, this type of freedom and so on. Mm -hmm. But in the circles that you run in and the, your customers and whatnot, the people that are really making a big impact, 
to their customers or their communities or their learners? Like what's, what are they doing? Like what kind of patterns are you seeing around entrepreneurs that really make an impact? Yeah. So people who I work with and, and see who kind of do things differently is ultimately they have a core mission that they're on as a company. And so um, whether it's in like the relationship space, you know, for marriages and, 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 uh, and helping people get back on trap track with their family um, or in the make money space, like ultimately what I've seen is that they have a mission that they're trying to help people with and everything that they do is in alignment with that. And so if they're trying to help people, if they're trying to help people um, get out of um, becoming divorced or like if they're trying to help people with making their first dollar online, like they have a mission and everything that they do is in alignment with that mission. Um, And the way that that's different, I think then, the rest of the marketplace is you'll find a lot of people who will tout about like all of the results that they have or the the money that they're making. And they never really like relate it back to their overarching mission that their company is trying to achieve and the way that they're trying to give back. Um, And so a lot of our clients um, essentially they are going somewhere and you can see that their company and the way that they do things and the way that they care about the fulfillment of their products and their customer service and everything that they do, everything aligns with what they say they are going to do. Um, And so at the end of the day, like if someone's actions don't align with what their words say, then ultimately, like I would say that they're probably not super serious about what they're trying to do and what they're trying to achieve. Um, When people truly align like what they're doing with what they say they're doing, then that's where I start to look at like, okay, this person is actually trying to make a difference and I can see that they're actively trying to do that. Um, There's a lot of people who will just like say that they're doing this or say that they're trying to help people and then they kind of like sell a shady program or they kind of do this shady act and it's like it doesn't actually align with what they're saying. And that is, I think, like the biggest weeder in, in this space. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of my perspective. Like actions action speak much louder than words for me. Um, and I like to see people showing up every day and being committed to a specific mission for their customers um, and, and just following that every day. That's awesome. That is Chris... Benetti, he's from memberspro.com and quickconvert.io. Any final words for the people and also where can they find you on the World Wide Web? Yeah, so I love to end <laughs> interviews with this, with this quote, but um, I think it's by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or can't, you're right. So I, I love that. It's in my email signature. It's just something that I truly abide by essentially if if you if you think you're you're gonna have struggles with something if you think you're not good enough to do something then you're ultimately right so you put the limitations on yourself and so if you go into the world every day with optimism and and a a good attitude then ultimately you're going to create 
that scenario for yourself. Um, so that's a fantastic quote that I just love to abide by every day. Uh, for me, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, I think it's my username on mostly everything is just ITS, like it's Benetti, uh, B-E-N-E-T-T-I. Um, and yeah, just come hit me up on Facebook. Send me a message if you do hit me up. Let me know that you're from the podcast. And um, I'm more than happy to, to chat with anyone. Um, I just get flooded with friend requests though. So just send me a message as well and I'll make sure I, d- I check all my messages. So um, yeah, I'd love to chat. Well, thanks, Chris. Appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, thanks for all the value you shared today. We really appreciate it. Dude, thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.